Good morning and welcome. It's We Are Live, Chris Denman Live at the Midcoast Studio Grand Center, St. Louis, Missouri. Excited to be here on a Thursday. It's free comedy Thursday. You know what that means. Southtown Pub, 8 o'clock tonight. Excited to jump right into it. Joining me in the studio is a trusty intern, Tommy, hanging out, taking notes, and cracking wise as usual. We'll see if he'll shoot some baskets. Maybe we've got some video to review as well of Tommy. Uh, joining us live from New York, the great Marvis Morell. How are you, Travis? Good morning. What is this city called? It's a uh, 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 farm of uh, Missouri. Hello, uh, adorable little Midwest town. How are you all today? Mm. We're doing great in New York, Junior. That's great. That's what it's, that's what it's known. <laughs> hey, I, see Tom, I see Tommy got inside of Chris's uh, wardrobe. He did. Oh, adorable. It's, it's, it's my uh, that my is... shirt from 1991. <laughs> he said, "Hey, what what you got in the first grade collection? I think I, I think it'll look good. I want to be a handsome little boy." <laughs> Tommy, what what size is that shirt? Too big. <laughs> so, it's, so it's an extra small. I think it's a large. Hmm. That's I'm a kimono, wearing, my friend. That is not a. <laughs> I wear a medium. Not a large. Please tell me that's not a large. Oh, that's an XL. That's got to be an XL. Let's see. We're gonna do a live test. Thank you, Tommy. I yeah. need to know this as well. I'm over here proud of myself. I love that. I love that our intern. I love that our intern is from Make a Wish. It's a, good for it's, him. Hey, hey, it's a medium. Ooh. <laughs> 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 oh, in a in a flushing gown he's thrown about the studio <laughs> man oh man uh already getting the airtime look at tommy sneaking in he goes i'm gonna wear a big shirt today travis is gonna take notice you're a good planner look it was better than what i was gonna wear i believe that i believe that i was gonna indeed. wear red skinny jeans but mm. what mm -mm. that's yeah, always wear red skinny jeans here they please. make uh everything look too good so Okay, oh Chris Gardner's the producer. He's in studio. He runs the feed. How's the feed today, uh, what, what, Chris? How's the feed today, Chris? It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's hanging in there. How are you? How are you today? Good morning, gentlemen. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, and do no. it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Oh, are you grabbing me? Good morning, Walnut. Oh, no. He picked it out of the tree. Hey, <sighs> hey, Travis. Travis, I got a gift for you, all right? You ready to catch? All right. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait. Nope. Chris has got it. Oh, okay, good. That was great, guys. Wait, throw it back to Travis real quick. All right. <laughs> All right, now, Travis. First day of improv class training, guys. Throw it to me. Throw a W Travis to me. always jazzing it Throw up. Throw a W to me. Oh, okay. my. Now, now toss it to St. Louis. Toss that W. Okay. Oh, wow. Hold this on. is great. Here Hold it comes. On. It's up. Live from New York to St. Louis. And it's the walnut. You got what I was going for. That was good. I picked up on it. Uh, guys, we've got the great American race today. And uh, make it racist. A, uh, a topic that's sweeping the nation. You proud of that segment, Travis? I'm proud of this entire show, Chris, as you know. I can tell. Uh, oh, okay. He just shook his head no after that. Must be a form of humor I'm not uh, tuned into. Hmm. Got me on the okie doke. Mm -hmm. Fair foul today. I saw a photo and I was like, why is Steve Harvey in our feed? Gardner, what's the fair foul today? What's going on? Uh, Steve Harvey, uh, I guess a video of him surfaced recently. Um, 
It's an old. It was video? from his TV show. It was from his talk show. So what's his yeah. talk show called? So it didn't really surface. Uh, the Steve Harvey Show. There we go. It's like Ellen, but not. It's like Ellen, but not. <laughs> That's probably yeah. the best way to describe yeah. his show. So he doesn't yeah. dance. Ironically, no. Not, not yeah. really. He's, okay. He yeah. dances around tough subjects. Well, uh, unless you not, call not, shucking and jiving mm, dancing, mm, I guess shucking I would, and jiving is dancing. Oh, oh man, this is. There's a lot of joy in New York this morning. I'm digging it. Travis, I love the energy. Great work. Yeah, Chris saw this photo I popped up on our uh, fair file when I put it out this morning. It's a nice suit. Yeah. But, yeah, it's an okay knot for the tie. Okay. But the tie looks fine. I like the bigger knot, but eh, I think that one could be a little bit better. That's um, actually one of his more subtle suits. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm upset when he's not in a, anything plum, personally. But there's a Have you seen, did you see his Kentucky Derby photo? No, I'm sure <laughs> no. it was exquisite. I bet it was oh, you, out of this world. I'll, I'll find it and I'll, yeah, I'll let Tommy pull it, it up. And I'll oh, try man. to send it and maybe Gardner can post it for next hour or next show. But yeah, you yeah, be careful what you wish for, Denman. He he oh. still wears the bright colors, my friend. He had a uh, him and Chris Tucker had a very memorable photo from this past Kentucky Derby. Very Saturday. nice. Well, the video I was talking about that recently surfaced is uh, this right here. I'm going to show it to you. Okay. Rich people don't sleep eight hours a day. That's a third of your life. It ain't but 24 hours in a day. You cannot be sleep eight hours a day. You can't live in L.A. and wake up at eight o'clock in the morning. It's 11 o'clock on the East Coast. The stock market been open two hours. They already making decisions about your life and your ass will sleep. The Bible what? says he who loves to sleep and the folding of the hands, Bible. poverty will set upon you like a thief in the night. Hmm. So, based off that video, which I'm sure uh, pleases, Travis. Yeah, I can't, I, I can't imagine Travis has anything to say about uh, this. Our, our fair file today is Steve Harvey saying less sleep equals more wealth. Hmm. Less sleep equals more wealth. Travis, you're the richest man on the planet, and you sleep 14 hours a day. Your thoughts? I I don't even know where to go with that. I A part of me like have been has been thinking about it the last couple of days. Um, because you've spent and here's days. why. Here is why. why he's okay. Why, no, because because Steve Harvey, first of all, that's a dangerous statement to make. It's very dangerous because to assert that the reason why certain people are successful is because they sleep less, and considering the vast amount of people who watch his show, that is not only a dangerous statement to make. It's also inaccurate. That's not true. Uh, studies have consistently shown that people middle class and lower actually sleep less. Hence why it leads to so many future health complications. So the idea that if you sleep less, the more successful you would be, or that people who sleep eight hours are lazier, or that's not why they're rich, is not only irresponsible, but it is dangerous because there are people who are going to watch that who think, okay, I'm going to get five, six hours of sleep and that's gonna to lead to a better life for me. And that's just not true scientifically. So for him to do that, just because Steve Harvey says it loudly and the cadence oh. of a Southern Baptist preacher, doesn't mean he's correct. Chris calls me out on that every day. Travis, just because you yell it doesn't mean you're more right. 
So for Steve Harvey to do that, I just thought it was, it was very Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey is a, a relationship book. That will sit up here and quote scripture. We'll be talking about a woman's hole in his stand-up act. So I don't, I, I guess, uh, sure, Steve Harvey, whatever. Either somebody did their research or somebody saw a retreat of some statistics from one of their liberal follows on mm. Twitter. Wow. I don't think it's a liberal or conservative thing, uh, even though Where did Steve you get Harvey the numbers? Has, Where did you get your I got data? it from, I actually got it from Mr. Newkirk, who was a guest on our show, who writes for The Atlantic. And he okay. pointed, he made a very good point about how there's this mythology with people who have a ton of money who make it as if they worked 90 hour work weeks to get to where they are. And that's just not true. We have documented accounts of people clearly making these things up. And so for him to then carry that on and then use scripture in the process, I thought it was just typical phony Steve Harvey. Billy Madison had a lot of money and he seemed to sleep a lot. I agree. That's very true. It is. Uh, but what do you think? Do you honestly believe that sleeping eight hours uh, is considered um, you being lazy? Oh, no. It's actually like uh, to your point, like the, the more and more you see, like the new kind of thing right now is sleep and gut health at the moment. Like people are like, oh, you got to do this. You got to do this. And if so, yes, you're right that he's uh, more than likely wrong on that. There are a lot of, you do find out that a lot of super successful people only sleep four hours, but I agree with That's, you. In the I, 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 you. You have to show me examples of that because they literally show video. They showed a situation where P. Diddy, a guy that's worth half a billion dollars, he says he goes out of his way to try to make sure he has eight hours of sleep. Even said he tries to nap throughout the didn't day. I just, didn't so I just the say idea that, sleep that was there's important. the only way you can be like four hours of sleep, that just seems. The, Trav, but here, here's the thing there are people that do that, though. That's super correct. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 I, like, and I agree with the sleep. Like, I, like yeah, get it. It's, it's super important. It's it being doesn't mean more. it's good or the right way to go, though. I, I but I mean, it doesn't make it like fundamentally true that every person who is successful yeah. doesn't get right. yeah, it. Right. So exactly. there are examples. But then if you also go to Steve Harvey to live your life, then I think you have another set of problems. This doesn't change yeah, one thing. This is also true. Thank you. Yeah. This doesn't change Very true. one thing, and that is that Steve Harvey is the best host ever on Family Feud. He, he, now that, you cannot take that away from Steve Harvey. No, he yeah, is you in, can't. No doubt. You have to be uh, able to separate. He is the greatest. Sorry, Louis Anderson, but yeah, it's no doubt Steve Harvey hasn't beat. Uh, it's, it's, it, it is really interesting to see, uh, what gets people fired up. I, I don't know. Are we in a, I don't know. There's so many crazy, insane things going on in the world. It, but that's like a story right now. I was wondering if it was a bit of a slow news cycle on that, but does so genuinely you, that really bothers you, Travis? Because, because it, because it really does. It, it really speaks to how capitalism almost corrupts our way of thinking when it comes to not only our physical health, but our mental health. And we talk about mental health on this show from time to time. We have a mental health podcast, part of our network. And so I think it's incredibly dangerous to assert that you need less sleep in order for you to be successful when there isn't a doctor on earth who would co-sign that. And so to say that in order for you to be as rich as Steve Harvey or successful as Jay-Z or Beyonce, you need less sleep. That is just not true. And it's very dangerous to put out there when you have people who are dealing with mental issues every day. Yeah, I think the more, he, I mean, if he would just be like, here's how I'm successful and I think this is a thing, 
That's fine all day long. Exactly. Exactly. If Steve Harvey wants to brag about him getting six hours of sleep at the age of 60, then go for it, Steve Harvey. I don't see you making it 65, but go for it. But don't sit up here and use scripture. Don't sit up here and use the platform of your TV show to say something without backing it up with any facts or scientific evidence. For him to say that, I think it's very dangerous, especially, like I said, there are so many people dealing with many mental health issues, and that leads to that. That leads to anxiety. That leads to stress. That leads to heart issues. So for him to say that, I thought was just, it was, it was, it's like, I I don't know, I just thought it was very irresponsible. Well, often, you know, scripture and scientific data don't really go hand in hand there, Travis. (laughs) They do not. You know, just, yeah, I want to see him pull no. that on any other person in that position, like middle of a sermon. You'd be like, up, oh, uh, hang on, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, Your timelines. Uh, uh, you, you skipped over a dinosaur thing there. <laughs> can we yeah. can we talk about well, that? Well, that attests your Oh man. Oh, uh, I, I, I think uh, yeah. Up to your point, Chris. Yeah, I, I would have like if Steve Harvey wanted to joke about it, if he wanted to was, make fun of the idea, then so be it. But he was dead serious. Did you see like how angry he was at his audience? He's an actor. You see how, like, let's not forget it. He's an actor. Yeah, he's not an he, actor. He's a host. He's an actor also. He's putting on for no, people. No, he's a host. He, and I think Steve Harvey, because he has a following, I, he spoke like a cult leader in that moment. He, he really wanted, did. He wanted like, to just, sound good. That's what he that's wanted. That's what wanted to sound good. In his ear going like, yeah, more authoritative, more yeah. authoritative. No, we know that's been kind of Steve Harvey's shtick for a long time. And I understand I why agree. it's I think successful it is because – hey, But, but I, I think that's dangerous. I think there is also – you have to realize that what's coming out of your mouth when you have such a large platform like Steve Harvey, you have to understand the stakes. And I think in that moment he didn't understand the stakes or didn't care about it. And I think that's dangerous to say that in order for you – to be successful, you need less than eight hours of sleep. Not only that, to assert that that's the only reason why people are where they are in life is because they get too much sleep. I, that's that's so elitist. I've never heard look, anything. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever said. Look, I saw Mark Wahlberg's schedule that he put out there. We discussed it before on the radio side. I ain't trying that shit. <laughs> Well, and that's then, just stupid. But they also leave out the part where they're like, but you also have six people on staff yeah. that take care you of You have the ability to things. do that. That's like when The Rock right. puts out his diet. I'm always like, you're missing one, probably two, three, four things you take every month that are yeah. kind of kind of influential on what happens to those muscles of yours. But please, keep telling yeah, us to eat, protein. to eat, to, yeah. Yeah, eat, to eat clean and, and pray at night. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and and cool. help me understand this. Isn't it required by law? From, for truck drivers to get eight hours of sleep? Like there are know, jobs where you have to get eight hours, otherwise you can't perform the task. I think that applies to pilots and truck drivers. So uh, if you get less. <laughs> Here's, I have something from Forbes. <laughs> Travis, I have something from Forbes. Now you're you. sounding like Steve Harvey. <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a sleep routine uh, infographic from Forbes from a few years ago. That, okay. Uh, Again, I think it's. I think it goes back to this whole point: is uh, it's per the individual. Uh, Bill Gates, seven hours. Says this is what he says: seven hours a day. Richard Branson, five to six hours a day. Tim Cook was so, is uh, seven hours a day. Ariana Huffington, seven hours a day. Uh, Indra Nooyi, five hours a day. Jack Dorsey, seven hours. Barack Obama, six hours. One more reason for Travis not to like him. Uh, Winston <clears> Churchill <throat> was five hours a night. I, that might have had something to do with some sleep apnea. Uh, Marissa Meyer, four, four to six hours. Tim Armstrong, six hours. Thomas Edison, uh, five hours. So, Winston you know. Churchill also has to deal with like war 
Thank you. Great point. <laughs> Great point. Or, I just, I do love it. Uh, was it here? Final question, and we can move on. What, do you guys know if this was during an audience break, and he was like doing his motivational thing, or was this live on the air? This is a segment he hit. Do you guys know? Yeah, that's what I was trying to get at earlier. It seems like know a break. I believe there's a Q and I think there's they have a Q and A moment throughout his show where he the audience gets the opportunity to talk to him about anything, mm-hmm. and I believe it was uh, brought up by one of the audience members and that's how steve hmm. beforehand he picks them out during the show and they discuss the particular question got it makes sense uh so we will have that as our fair foul your prize ten dollars to buzz's hawaiian grill buzz we love him work with him he is our partner you got to check him out be sure to check out facebook for their times and locations they're located throughout st louis Every day, they're mobile, they're out there, they're serving you some of the best food you've ever had from a truck, restaurant, wherever. That's Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Uh, we also have a, a really interesting, what? what is that? Oh, no. I'm out. Oh, So if no. you guys do see um, Buzz today, can you, um, you want him to drive you some let him know I'm out? And if he could send me some whatever, that'd be great. Okay, There's awesome. still a little bit in there. That's a good point, Tommy. That's Thank his br- you. That's his brunch wine. Uh, it doesn't happen until 10. Uh, melee today. Uh, I like this one. Gardner, what do you got? All right. Now that Travis Terrell is a New Yorker. A real one. Should he become a Mets or Yankees fan? Mets. Mets or Yankees fan? Travis Terrell. Someone yesterday in um, a Mets hat. And it was such a douche-looking bro. Oh, wow. No wonder that team sucks. <laughs> he had, like, beard down to his chin. He had the side of his head completely shaved. And then he had a long ponytail down to the Ooh, middle of his back ponytail. with his nice little Mets hat on. I thought and of... then I realized, oh, I see why people aren't fans of that baseball team. I thought of going with the ponytail here recently. And uh, my girlfriend won't allow it. Yeah, that's fair. Mm. In regards to um, famous people you respect, Jerry Seinfeld, Mets fan. Mm-hmm. Trav, uh, maybe. Would you wear a Mets hat for a riding gig? Also a Mets fan. What's that? I think Chris Rock is a Mets fan too. I think. So you're gonna are you gonna turn for for Chris Rock? No, no, not at all. I, I no, no. The Mets suck. Uh, the Mets are also in the NL. And they play the Cardinals, so I will never be a Mets fan. Oh, but it's, if, the, it's, if the people say I should be a Mets fan, then I'll be one. It's shocking that the guy that goes to New York talks shit about the Mets and becomes a Yankees fan. What's your favorite NBA team? We, we, there's no need to discuss that I mean, today, it's, Gardner. There's, it's just, a, I mean, a surprise that rundown you, would, today. you would be a Lakers fan and then all of a sudden you're a Yankees fan. Yeah, never seen a dude like yeah, How about them Cowboys? You yeah. know, I mean, any other bandwagons or you want to be with the popular I'm not kids on anywhere any bandwagon. else? I, no, I, I think Duke basketball, though, certainly doesn't get enough attention on this show. They Agreed. do well in recruiting New Jersey. He's still a holdover Rhode Island fan from the Lamar Odom days. <laughs> well, <we're group. laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's the melee. Uh, personally, I hope he's voted into Mets fandom. So mm-hmm. he's like the one random dude trying to look hard at the club in a <laughs> orange hat. 
I like that. One of my favorite shirts of all time that I've owned was a Mets t-shirt. And I wore it until it just disintegrated. Did you buy it there? I bought it at Chase Stadium. It was the shirt I bought when I went to the game there. It was my home because I had nowhere to sleep. (laughs) I was wearing a Cardinals shirt. And the guys that were sitting behind me at the game were like, if you go buy a Mets shirt, wear it all game. We'll buy your beer and hot dogs for the game. Root for the Mets. And I said, sure. So I spent 25 bucks on a T-shirt there. Yeah. But they bought beer and hot dogs for me all game. All right. I'll and take it. I, I did that one time. I did that one time. My friends in Kansas City, they invited me up to a Royals game. They paid for the ticket. They were sweet seats. And they were like, look, look food for the entire night. Yeah. Uh, but you do have to put on this Eric Hosmer jersey. And I'm like, all right, got to do what I got to do for some liquor. So I get it. <laughs> you got any picks? No comments. Okay. What was that you said, Tommy? Did they make it worth it? Was it worth it? Yeah, it was Did worth it. 25 in beer? How many beers is that at a baseball game? That's uh, half a beer in New York. Yeah, I don't know. That. <laughs> I was like, yeah. This so. was <laughs> late 1990s. Yeah, with uh, inflation. Sorry, three-fourths of a beer. Plus, they took me out afterwards because the Mets won in dramatic fashion, one of the best games ever in the Subway Series. Oh, then it was worth it. Yes, That's most good. certainly. That's good. They won the game on a walk-off single from Matt Franco, who was born and raised in Queens, and the place went nuts. I thought it was going to fall apart. That's a big night. Yeah, oh, it's fantastic. Travis, did you make your way to a Yankee game? I did it to be the artist that I am and actually go check out art yesterday afternoon in Brooklyn. Uh, I went to the uh, Museum of Moving Images. Oh, very nice. How is that? Is that is that free, by the way? Oh, oh my God. Uh, no, it was actually 15 bucks. Oh. Is that him? A, uh, it's actually just $15. It's located, actually, what's really cool about it, it's located in uh, this area where it's um, a arts community so there's an arts related high school um, theaters play theaters and the history of moving images basically everything that's been put on film or television uh, is inside of this museum Uh, as you see here on some of the photos uh, many things have been donated from major studios in hollywood Uh, mrs doubtfire of course the makeup Uh, there were some really cool things there's a, an entire floor dedicated to vintage video games it's pretty uh, neat. old television sets old cameras old lightings old mics uh just the history of modern media uh, and it was, uh, it was like three stories how so many it was pretty sweet how many stalls were dedicated to you and your uh, glorious illustrious amazing three and a half years in the media landscape mm. surprisingly we are live podcast was it a part of it. I don't mm-hmm. understand why it wasn't, but I did tape a picture of us with Adam Carolla on one of the bathroom stalls. Oh yeah. So, Thank you. Thank so, you. So yeah. So I figured like we're part of history now, bro. That's good. That is nice. I, it would be something if it uh, came to stay there and it just became a thing like, don't touch this very strange photo of a guy <laughs> who used to be on the man show and a black dude and a white dude from God. It was, Park. it was really cool. I checked out the Jim Henson exhibit, uh, Jim Henson, uh, invented our childhood. Uh, and so I had to go and check out the man that's responsible for Sesame Street, that's responsible for The Muppet Show, uh, that gave us Labyrinth, the man that gave us uh, basically uh, a lot of the 
great moments that we grew up on. And it was it was truly a I, I know Garden is going to kill me for this, but it really was a powerful yes. exhibit. Statler um, and Waldorf. He's got photos yes. with them. That's awesome. You're wearing a Boys in the Hood shirt. Boys in the Hood. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, those old white men probably didn't like that. Oh, my God. Now, rest in peace, though, John Singleton. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was a really cool experience. Just $15, and it comes with a screening of movies, so they'll show you, like, uh, how certain movies were made. And the movie they had was my favorite of all time, Heat. So they had behind-the-scenes footage of Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. They also had, I think I sent this to Gartner, they had the the mouthpiece that Marlon Brando used yeah. in The Godfather. Um, so that was really cool. They also had the makeup as well. So it was a, it was a, it was really neat. It was I, I nerd out on that kind of stuff, and so it was I was something I really wanted to check out when I got to New York. Were you yelling the line from Heat? His it's his favorite line. While you were in there, he asked. King I did it quietly. I did did it quietly because there were a bunch of security guards around, and I didn't want them to escort me out. No, you should have yelled uh, and it also, and then and then just been like, ah, heat, man, heat, heat, heat. <laughs> that would have been cool. With it. I'm trying to think like in the report, like the security guards write down like we heard a man scream. You know, he's got a great ass, and then Stotler and Waldorf were afraid <laughs> that he was going to take their wallet on the way out. You know, dude, since you're black and went in there, did Stotler and Waldorf call the police on yeah, you? Yeah, they were like, hey, he's, he's walking really fast. <laughs> Did, did, that would have been good. Do their puppets show racist good. things as your stereotypes? We don't have to tie that to them. They're just grumpy. Listen, it was a different time. Okay? Give them a break. Uh, I learned a lot. I, I forgot that Jim Henson and Frank Oz, uh, Frank Oz, of course, responsible for a lot of what you see on Star Wars as far as the animatronics and the puppets and all the characters. Uh, I forgot how close they work together. Uh, so that was really cool to see. And then I, I didn't realize that Jim Henson designed the look for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the live series. Oh, really? So I thought that was pretty neat. So it was a really cool experience. It's something that if anyone gets up to New York, I would highly recommend that they check out. Again, just $15. You can check out three stories of amazing history of modern television. It's pretty fantastic. Travis Terrell making the most of New York City. Look at him. That was that storytelling, like him walking through that, like that's worthy of a montage. In the Travis Terrell movie, you just prancing around oh, New York. Oh, yeah. Oh, thanks, guys. And yeah. we do have some. Uh, we'll see what happens. We have an idea for the Travu next week already. Oh boy. Um, but we can we play just, with this a lot. We just have to. We're just making sure we can make it happen before. Uh, before Tuesday comes around. Hey, we mentioned the uh, Yankees Met uh, melee today. We had one that we didn't get to yesterday. Oh, yes. Do we have the results, Mr. Gardner? I know you were going to check this out. <laughs> We love checking melee results, so don't want to forget about that. Quick reminder, Tech Electronics, local business with large-scale capability. They're here to help you with all your security and technological needs. It's Tech Electronics helped us outfit our studio. Big thanks to them. Gardner, what do you have for uh, results? Well, our poll revolved around the television show, shows, I should say, Law and Order, that entire series. <laughs> We were asking, which one is the best of these four Law & Order television series? Which is your favorite? Law & Order, the basic one. Law & Order Criminal Intent. Law & Order SVU. Law & Order Trial by Jury. Those were the options you had to mm. vote on. People got heated. The final breakdown. 2% Law & Order Trial by Jury. Mm. 
not the one that got canceled. Uh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, there was another one too, Law and Order LA, I believe, that was short lived. Uh, Law and Order, Law and Order, Criminal Intent, seventeen percent, thirty three percent, Law and Order, the normal Law and Order, Mm. and forty eight percent, Law and Order. Special Victims Unit. That's right. Wow. 48%. I would have Is went, that the best one? That's I think the favorite. original... Well, not the complete original. But the Law & Order, the normal one. Not the original cast, per se. But once you have, like, Jack Jack Stone in there and, and Lenny Briscoe, that's the one... They sound important the way you made your voice sound. That's the one I think of when I think of Law & Order. Sure. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, but Special Victims Unit has iced tea. Good point, Tommy. That's, I mean... Weren't you just ta- talking... He doesn't make many of them, but he just made a great before one. Before the show, how you don't like tea? Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, that we was can... a discussion we had wow. before the it show. It is. I thought, man, you thought that was private, didn't you? He brought it up on the show. Wow. I quit caffeine. Yeah. And that's... You're struggling today, aren't you? I... You got a headache? I... That means yes, you're I on do. A... That means you're on, like, hour 20. If you yeah. didn't have a soda after you left here, which I'm sure you did. I did. Okay. So you're on hour like 14? Yeah, you're in trouble. Look, I got a headache real bad. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. This could get rough. Drink okay. water. <laughs> He's on it. It says the guy <laughs> who's drinking out of a bottle of wine called Prophecy. He probably put water in it. He's he, probably just showing up. I was going to say, it, he, he it thinks it makes it look a little cool, doesn't it? Yeah, you said, <laughs> you said R.I.P. John Singleton. Shouldn't you pour your last little bit of wine out for him? I poured it out earlier. Oh, did you? Oh, okay, good. Yeah. You don't want to waste yeah, it, do you? Right. You don't yeah. want to get rid of it. He's that's like, the how, thing. How am I going to make it through this walk through the yeah. city? Yeah. Anxiety on high. Hmm. Whatever. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes, SVU <laughs> is my personal favorite. I understand the SVU love. is really good. Yeah, it's good. I just prefer, if you're going to ask me which my favorite one is, it's the original. It's the ones with Jack Stone and Lenny mm-hmm. Briscoe and the, those types. That's the ones I like. Yeah, makes sense. I'm excited for you. Do we give credit to SVU for, you know, things like Me Too, Time's Up? Should we give credit to that show for exposing some very serious real-life situations of sexual assault and sexual abuse? I don't think we give enough credit to that show for its impact on how how society now views these situations. Uh, Man, I want to just a, have a counterpoint just to be a jerk to Travis, but I don't know the show at all, so I have to just go, oh, maybe so. Uh, it seems like a jump, but... I mean, they do I'm not saying it's, it's solely responsible for us. Yeah, I'm not saying it's solely responsible for the way we have the conversation, but I'm just... A lot of the things that they talk about on the show or cases that they discuss obviously pulled from real headlines, and it kind of provides context as to how these situations come about. So I, yeah. I wonder, can we look at it as a variable as to how we now discuss sexual assault mm-hmm. situations in real life? Maybe. I think it's more that the people that are doing the crime are just such assholes that we've just taken a you know, shot to you not know, liking people that much that do it. That's I fair. Want, I want to say Mama's family tackled this in the like late 80s or oh, something. Oh, really? I think they, they no, did. I'm they trying had to a think. I used to watch episode. Mama's family all I'm the serious. time. I'm not I even joking. I this out really and, much. and I was, I'm too, I was too young to understand you, anything. Do you I've remember heard who it involved? Uh, let's see. I'm about to say, Mama's family addressed sexual assault? I'm looking it up right now. Man, I love that show. Please. Naomi's new position. Take it easy. 
<laughs> Jesus, Tommy. Come on. I told you, don't look up weird things on your don't phone Don't blame anymore. the headache either. That's the name of the episode. Oh, don't no, get yeah. snippy just because you got no caffeine in yeah, you. Yeah, listen. Calm okay, down if here. you want to talk about different positions with the women from Mama's family, Jesus. do that on your own time. Okay, buddy? Man, I thought these comics were woke these days, man. Yes, it is. It's so was that, was that the episode, Tommy? Yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah. So can so, you describe the episode? I'm. Uh, don't tell. He's going to ask you to read it slow next. Be careful. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have a... Um... Here, I got it. Mama's family did take on some serious issues like homelessness, pornography, ageism, sexism, and sexual harassment in this episode. One episode! That's not a series overview. Naomi gets a new boss at Food Circus. Food Circus, oh. man. Y'all nice. Y'all ever eat any circus hoes when you were poor? Where she has worked her bones from bagger <laughs> to checkers to the express lane. Finally, she could get a management position if her sleazy boss, played well by Mr. Jeff Silverman, puts the moves on her. After the incident in his office, she is terrified to go back to work and feels ashamed. When she finally confides in Thelma and Lola, of all people, about how her new boss has told her to put up or get out like a previous female employee, Mama has plans of her own. Mm -hmm. Thelma and Lola watch a, watched a Donahue episode where they discussed the matter of sexual harassment. The episode is quite tame by today's standards. 1988. Yeah, wow. Put that's up with something. That. Mama ain't dealing with Mama that. Mama oh, wow. put up with that. mm so take wow, that. Wow, that's pretty. That's a pretty powerful episode. You said 1988. Yeah, that's pretty wild. That's I that's get, a pretty intense episode for 1988. That's I crazy. Get, I get the feeling that Tyler Perry appropriated uh, Mama's family to create Medea. Mm. Well, uh, Flip Wilson also dressed uh, in drag. Didn't Flip Wilson debut before Mama's family? Well, and this isn't drag necessarily. This is the character. The attitude. I see. The, uh, yeah, just the overall character and features in, uh, involving the character, I guess. Boy, I the, think looking at the origins the of that would be interesting. I don't, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I would love to look at the origins of that. I would love to know who was the, the person who, who made that the mainstream, who was the entertainer that ultimately made it the mainstream for a prominent actor, comedian, mm -hmm. to dress as a woman um, to portray a character. I, I, I would Orbuckle. love to know who was the first. Oh. Who? Fatty Arbuckle. Okay. Uh, from the Black Sheep, boy, Tommy's search history is really <laughs> taking a hit this week. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's look, put on several lists. Look, this, never mind. Mm, don't say this ain't nothing, because then, oof, after yesterday, man. Was mm. that yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. Oh, man, I, I've blocked it out. It's uh, ingrained in my, I, I dreamt about it. Don't. Don't say that. Don't Not say in that. like a weird way. Don't say that. Oh. No, no, it's cool, man. We we, oh we support God. your choices. It's okay. It's okay. He, so to recap, he, dra he dreamt about... Yep, moving on. About what? Uh, <clears throat> spinning. The about what? What did Tommy dream internet. about? Mm -hmm. The worst things on the internet. Oh, brutal. What, did, what, what in particular did you dream about? Yes. Yes. No, Chris, broach the subject. Look, I may be in New York, but I slapped the damn taste out of your mouth. Tell Dang. me what you dreamed about. I'll text you, and you'll have to respond. Okay. <laughs> That's a good move. That is a good oh, move. I like I'll just this. send you a link through Messenger. Don't send that trifling ass mess to my links. Oh, no. Oh, no. To my links. <laughs> this is, uh, yeah, this is getting aggressive, and, you know, we're not going to stand for it. Was his head spinning? Chris, what did he dream about? Oh, spinning, if I have to remember correctly. Oh, Hopefully not meat lemons. spins, Tommy. You dreamed yeah. about meat spins. Oh, you really didn't get it. 
I thought he was just. I thought he was just needling you. Yeah. No, so. He, yeah, that's a, what I dreamt about. Okay. Man. Mm. It was bad. Oh man. Uh, good thing it wasn't. Too nasty. We'll just say that. Uh, we've got. What, what uh, about lemons? What's that? What about lemons? You don't want to party with them. Okay. From what mm-hmm. I uh, hear on the internet. Uh, also, things very relevant in St. Louis. Uh, the Blues picked up an opponent, and uh, it's not the Colorado Avalanche owned by the great Stan Kroenke. He's loved in the Stop parties. saying great in he, front of Stan Kroenke. Don't do that. Listen, he's uh, he's achieved a lot. He only sleeps three and a half hours a night. And I Frank, how are you today? It's good to see you. Frank, how are you today? It's good to see you. Uh, so Stan Kroenke's team eliminated. Kind of would have been interesting to see uh, Kroenke back in St. Louis up against the Blues. But uh, not everybody's super interested in that. Uh, it could Gardner, have been fun to put on the line uh, a gentleman's bet, Rams Park. Whoever won this year. Yeah, that would have been good. Now, a lot that of counter suing going on oh, right yeah. now. It's it's uh, nasty. Gonna, yeah, business. it's going to continue. Yeah, welcome to the world of commercial real estate with with Stan Kroenke, right? Yeah. There, there's like 50 people that got involved in mini malls that are saying, yeah, could have told you this was going to happen. Mm. I don't know much about sports or anything. You could have just stopped it. I don't know much. I have gathered that Stan Kroenke is like St. Louis's supervillain. He's very Monty Burns-esque, for sure. Like a caricature, like caricaturely bad, um, seemingly greedy, jealous, horrible, evil things. (laughs) When you get down to Gardner, is Stan Kroenke the only rich white man that a vast majority of white people hate oh no i think there's got to be others i don't know I, not see, here's the thing i don't want to make a declarative statement without doing some research oh. first to back it up mm-hmm. now you pose that to me i could give you an answer and just say hell yeah yeah preach mm-hmm. take it to the mountain and make it sound right but i don't know that it's right well and also what you could do is just throw your you could be rich white and throw your hat in the ring to run for democratic presidential nomination and travis will hate you tomorrow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. travis mm-hmm. loved Very the starbucks possible. business model until all this political stuff started mm-hmm. happening because rich people suck oh, oh wow what but if, you're a you're what a if I win the lottery now yeah, what if Gardner wins the lottery? What if I'm rich overnight? We know what you're going to do when you're rich, and you're going to I do some things that now. a lot of people are going to be like, man, rich people suck. <laughs> I want to make, if Gardner wins the lottery, I want to sign him up to be just the the steward at Passages Malibu. You can be the door guy oh, at God. that Passages Malibu place. So you'll see all the people do coming in Do I get a room get there? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can stay off campus. I trust you. Uh, but yeah, you get to Why? run the door. Did so you you're have reminded. a relapse? No, yeah. no, no. I just want to stay here. <laughs> right. This looks magnificent. I'm comfortable here. Oh, this. Have is... you seen the infomercials? There's there's a guy I know who Sean. had done rehab recently in the Los Angeles area, and it might have been out in Malibu. Mm. And I haven't asked because not my Are business. Are you supposed to talk about to it? Say, well, I'm not going to say the name or anything. I should say. I should say that about anything regarding but, anything sobriety whatsoever. <laughs> You're drinking a non-alcoholic no, beer. I'm like, I don't think you're supposed to tell anybody well, about how that. How are people supposed to know anything? Well, uh, those are the rules. But I, wa- I wanted to ask, like, hey, uh, what facility? You know, where are you at out there? Was it? Were you with Pax Prentice over at Passages Malibu? Because how was it? What was the infinity pool like? Do you have any pictures? Show me everything I need to know because it looks magnificent. Hmm. But I haven't yet. Hmm. We'll I believe see. in you. Tommy brought up the fact that he, uh, what did you say? You don't 
know much, don't care much. I don't know much about sports. Yeah. He slyly I, dropped the uh, season tickets to Cardinals games. Yeah. But could not be questioned about anything regarding Cardinals or any baseball stuff at I know all. we're doing well right now. Uh, yes, that's right. That's Well, they just dropped down to third place in their division. Yeah, that's but right. We're doing go. well. <laughs> so how about, uh, how about uh, hockey? Any, any season tickets? Uh, no, oh. I don't like hockey. Oh, okay. Tommy, but, Tommy but I'm do... curious. I'm like... curious. I've always wanted to know people who grew up not watching sports. Were your, were your family just not into it? Were your parents just not into watching sports? Uh, my dad was really into it, but my mom wasn't, and I was more of a read comic books and watch Saturday Night Would have never guessed. Type. Would have never uh, guessed. And so I just never, and my brothers played sports, but I just never got it. Um, okay. I didn't, I didn't play sports, so I wasn't interested in sports. I gotta say. Nerd! Uh, <laughs> we give credit to who took that picture yesterday we talked about? Oh, yeah, look at Tommy doing his research and uh, making his internship the most it can be. It yesterday, so yesterday, what? The John Curry. It's I. I believe it's Jeff Curry. Jeff Curry. Okay. So Steph yesterday Curry. we. Steph Curry. It's Jeff. Steph. His wife was really loud yesterday. <laughs> so yesterday we showed uh, the picture of Maroon and Bishop with the St. Louis oh, flag behind them. Look at you. Oh yes. I got. I got a. I got you a got journalist on right. the staff And here. Uh, I, yeah. And uh, I found out after the show that uh, the photographer is Jeff Curry, and I wanted to give him proper credit since we couldn't yesterday on the show. Oh, look at this. Nice work, Tommy. You, he's like uh, Tony Reale now for us, Travis. Follow him at Jeff Curry Photo <laughs> on Twitter. Okay, now Tommy's taking I uh, did, actually. actually I, before Tommy gave off that great advice, I actually did follow him. He's a freelance journalist that's worked with the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. And, yes, uh, it, he's responsible for that really sweet photo of the – Man, you talk about brilliant timing. The St. Louis flag is flying by by uh, one of the ice girls on the rink at the same time, an embrace between two St. Louisans. I, I don't think you'll find a better picture, certainly, I don't know, from the St. Louis area this year than that. Look at that. You're talking about two guys from what the St. Louis area. You try and do it on the fly. Now, <laughs> I like I'm, it so much better now, like I'm, this, I'm though. staying here. <laughs> this, this, is why, uh, this is an example. Hey, do this right now. Yeah. This is what happens when mm. we do that. That's why... Uh, now, look at Tommy on the on the fly taking that. And hey, and we could have got a screen grab. We got it right no, I'll away. I'll just be a fan. No, I like that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's like my mom's version of Photoshop, right there. That's amazing. <laughs> I, I hope I hope friend of the show, uh, Steve Walden, uh, is able to take that and turn oh, it into a sweet yeah. painting. Because that would be really cool. Man. You know him. I would probably? imagine that he would him, get yeah. Maroon and Bishop to sign that. That'd be really cool. Yeah, I think he should. I think that'll be fantastic. Uh, so Tommy's not interested in this well, at all? Well, Tommy, um, I, I bring up that fact because he sent me a text yesterday. Oh, which one was this? I don't remember. Uh, I'm being honest. Yeah, you did, you did send me a number of texts. Uh, hold on. All now. show related, by the way. Yeah, no, and I appreciate them. I get back to you right away, don't I? You do. I communicate. You do. Somebody else doesn't. With Tommy. Travis, you should take note. You're not too busy for him. You're not better than him. Communicate. He thinks he is. He's not. So Tommy, Tommy communicated with me. When did Tommy communicate with me? Uh, check your Facebook Messenger. Oh, he's checking now. <laughs> oh, this is great. Uh, so I, uh, he, he also me, didn't follow me back on Twitter. No, so. that didn't happen. That didn't happen for like a year with our own show. So here's the text. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Are the Blues going to the Stanley Cup Finals? I like that he said Stanley win? Cup Finals. He didn't just say championships. He said Stanley or Cup Finals. Or did they already? <laughs> now, I didn't really know what he meant by everything in here. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> like, that's I didn't a know, lot. like, in history, I didn't dive too much. So or... I didn't know if uh, this Blues game the other night, had they won the Stanley Cup, or are they going to go and try and win it? Will okay. they be attempting a win in the, in the hockey match, guys? So and, Travis, and the reason I ask is for oh, the descriptions of the show. Oh wow! Look so, at that. He's trying to make sure what I a was great accurate. intern! What a great intern! He can't climb out of a chair, but he can do the research, and that's, that's what right. matters. <laughs> Travis, are you disgusted? I'm not disgusted. Why are we making fun of Tommy for asking a question he really didn't know anything about? He are we that was... kind of show now? Are you are dating AOC? You're feeling really, really, really standing up for the little guy this morning. And literally in this I'm case. Just, like, I think that's is... interesting. No, I think no. that's 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 bad form. We cannot be the show. We cannot be the personalities that make fun of people who genuinely don't know anything. So if he did not Tommy, know and he asked the question, Tommy isn't said, that what we want out of an intern? No. Tommy I, said, I, to be depressed I don't really like quiet. hockey. I don't care. I used a text to further illuminate Tommy's own comments about his apathetic nature towards the sport. For one, I'm a fan of apathy. We don't care about hockey either. We're not a we love hockey show either. We love St. Louis, and we love good things that happen to St. Louisans. So it isn't as if we're a hockey show too. I was waiting to see if they would have played Colorado. There was going to be some scheduling issues at Enterprise Center because on Friday night they have a concert. And then on Monday, they have a concert. So apparently they were actually going to play a back-to-back Saturday, Sunday. Um, because, number one, really? on Friday, you got Cher. Sing your, do your best Cher impression, Travis. With her photo up. With her photo up. That's pretty good. Thank you. How old was... Uh, and maybe I can get Tommy to check this out. Hold with Sonny whenever Sonny and Cher uh, <clears throat> started on their journey. Sonny Bobo? Sonny Bobo, yes, yes. How old was Sonny? Sonny. How old was Sonny when him and Cher got together? Travis Guest, we'll do a Rotten Tomatoes-esque uh, a Dogs on Film-esque game. Sonny Bobo was When they got married? What was, how old were each of them whenever they um, started dating? I want dating. Because uh, oh, there's always I wanna, that I loose affiliation. 25. I'm going 25. Who? Who was 25? I'm wanting that uh, Cher was 25. Okay, and we Sonny just guessing Bobo hers? And then uh, 30? No, no, hang on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Gardner, you got one? Mm, I'm going to go 22. 22 for Cher. Cher. And then we don't know. You don't, Cher is the more interesting age. I'm going to say 16 when she uh, met or started dating him. And I bet he was like 35. Are we ready? Yeah. Uh, yes, according sir. to blankonblank.org, Sonny and Cher met in 1962. She was a 16-year-old high school dropout who mm. wanted to be a star, and he was a 28 and an assistant to record producer Phil Spector. But oh, he was oh. a rough 28. <laughs> and, he, and he was really good at uh, shining up handguns as well, working for Phil. Uh, mm. that, that sounds to me to be problematic, mm. a 16-year-old dropout runaway. Mm. Isn't that the? Yeah. Isn't that Taxi? Uh, I don't remember. With okay, never mind. No, I don't know. Taxi, the television with, show. No, uh, with Robert De Niro. With De Niro. Taxi driver. Taxi driver. That's right. Wait, okay. wait. So Sonny, Sonny was twenty-eight, and Cher was sixteen. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Would you have voted for him? And we're giving R. Kelly shit. Well, I think we. Do, I mean, I don't. 
I don't know if this is the I same I mean, those thing. other girls aren't great singers yeah, that we know of. That's a good point. I was waiting for a, yeah, but did you see Cher when she was 16? Like, oh, get out of my face. I was ready for Travis to start launching into a rant and then realize what Tommy said and then right. have to stop in his tracks. Mm-hmm. And address those comments. <laughs> oh my goodness! But he got it right away, so that was good. No, because it's it's share on Friday, and I think uh, was it Tool on Monday. I can look it up really quick. Boy, I don't know. That they was, got a those, new album coming big, out. Those they that's been coming for twenty years. Right? August thirtieth. They said the date. August thirtieth for the new album. That man, that would be you talk about enterprise. I, I sit here and jokingly, seriously mean. How much like local sports game, sports events mean to the economy mm-hmm. or whatever? You lose those two sellout shows like that. Those yeah. two will both sell out or be close. I would assume. Yeah, and they weren't they weren't going to move them. Yeah. Share and then Tool. You're right. Share and then Tool. Yep. Okay. So Share would have been on Friday and Tool would have been on Monday. Correct. What if they would have combined? So would the they two shows? would they have maybe started the series on Sunday? They no, uh, Saturday. They would have done they would a back-to-back. They would have started the Ooh. series on Saturday? Well, they were, I think the plan was to do a back-to-back Saturday, Sunday, and then have the concerts kind of bookend that. Yeah, you're not going to really? cancel a Tool show. You know what you're going to call I'm not saying you're cancel. Not cancel. I was thinking maybe, throw a rent maybe, start the the show on, maybe start the series on Sunday yeah. and then game two on t- Tuesday. I thought it would have been good for uh, <laughs> if... That's real good. Well, well share, stop and acknowledge Tommy, please. Share covered... Cher should have covered Gloria. Yeah, if she, if she, she wanted to really She still should. Yeah, she should. Cher should cover Gloria yeah, yeah. in her concert on Friday if she really wants to get the crowd on her side. Wouldn't something. it be better if Tool did, though? How about both of them? Okay, mash up. I wouldn't mind hearing Tool's version of, uh, of uh, Gloria. It was funny yesterday. I got in the car, and Jess is an absolute tool fan that's Better be her. careful maynard makes his way to st louis quite a bit not when he's playing yeah he's in here he's in st louis a lot well i like she loves him she i for a gift once bought he has a vineyard a wine he vineyard does. in arizona, arizona. Yeah. i bought wine from there had to have it shipped the shipping cost more of this wine than the actual wine itself hmm. and so i had like we have a bottle of wine from maynard in his arizona vineyard in our apartment so she loves tools. She loves Pussifer. She loves Perfect Circle. So she loves all the ones that he's tied into. But a weird moment yesterday was uh, I got in the car and we were talking about Incubus earlier in the day. And she came by to pick me up. We we're making an exchange of some some sort. And uh, love fluids. No, no, that's no. a weird way okay. to put that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You that's why I tried to roll past it. it. But you guys appropriately called me out for it, so what am I going to say? Shut the fuck up, Travis. We, we Stop making that face. <laughs> I um, think maybe we need Monday off. Uh, there's, a, there's a little thing called, uh, you know, like uh, Tank's getting a little low in the Midcoast studio here. I can she, see that. Your guys is. I'm fine. Oh, please. Just a romantic <laughs> moment when she was like, uh, oh, we were talking about Incubus earlier. I want you to hear my favorite Incubus song. And then we rolled away. And I'm like, this is, I looked at her and I go, this is romance right here. Mm-hmm. You playing your favorite Incubus song for me. Mm-hmm. And then she smiled and held my hand. Okay. Oh, you're being serious. Yeah. I was going to say, and then uh, then you tell her like how Incubus is your least favorite band and you're not dealing with no. this well. No. no. The plot to the best romantic comedy ever. You think so? It's the last scene. What do we call it? Break it down. Uh, Gardener's Alley. I don't know. That was good. That was fine. The Constant Gardener. Well, I thought no. there was already that. The maybe. Gifted Gardener. 
Come on, Travis, help us out. Travis, get in here. Is You're this, the writer, right? Is this the worst writer's room you've ever been a part of, Travis? You're the writer, right. Like There's no doubt. There's no doubt. <laughs> this is terrible. Gardner and Love. No, that's not Okay. Not Gardner. How about the secret Gardner? Hmm. Okay. There's a Gardner. I barely know her. Oh? Yeah, there you go. Uh, we've got... <laughs> We've got lots to get to with Make It Racist and the Great American Race on the way. i got to tell you about Gateway Powder Coating really quick. Maybe Travis will steal a set of uh, patio equipment while he's in New York. Maybe. Travis, would you do that? Could we make that happen? No. Can you set that up, get some metal powder? No? Okay. Um, I don't think you'd do well at that either. Uh, Gateway Powder Coating. Fast, durable, affordable. Make sure you stop by if you're out in the O'Fallon area. Say hello to Mark and the gang. You can take all of your needed powder-coated, needs-to-be powder-coated materials. I don't know. If it's metal, if it can be painted, you can powder-coat it. It's Gateway Powder Coating. Be sure to check them out today. They've been supporters of us for a long time. And uh, Travis... I do like an idea where you bring in patio furniture to your uh, your permanent residence there, though. Kind of set up everything like you would in St. Louis. I, uh, I don't know how else to describe the city, uh, but there isn't a ton of room for patio furniture. <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to put a plant in my room, but apparently I need a washer and a dryer. I don't know. I, I will say this, though. I, it, look, I... I think people ask, how in the hell do you get 8.6 million people on an island? And I, I'm, I really am not exaggerating when I say this. Almost every inch of this place has a building. Like there is, like there isn't vacant lots. There isn't like space in between. There aren't a ton of alleys. Like every square footage has a building on it. And so, yeah, patios, lawns. Um, until you go further, further out on like maybe do towards Long Island, you, you're not going to get too many Long opportunities Island. to have lawn furniture. Long Island. Long Island. You got to say it right. Is that how you say it? Yes. Have you gone there? Long Island? Yes. No. No. It's uh, Long Island. No, that's not how they say it there. They say Long I'm Island. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Is Long Island. And you're not paying attention then. I'm with Travis. That's racist as hell. Oh, oh there it is. Because I've you don't pay that. attention? I've missed that. Don't don't disrespect my neighbors, please. Okay. I'm not. I'm telling you how they talk. Mm -mm. There's a lot of awkward pauses in here. We're, we're trying to be uh, pausey for the stream. We're never really sure on that. Nope. Just did an internet <laughs> speed test and Charter's going to get an earful. <laughs> <laughs> what uh Gardner, we've got the Great American Race. Do we want to get to that and make it races next hour? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Plus well, we have um we have to do some forensics on a video mm. that Tommy says is him. Okay. It is me shooting a basketball. It is me. That means uh, the form is pretty decent the way it you're is saying me. It. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. Mm. Oh, I, stop. Wait, wait, Tommy, I showed this actually. I showed a video of you doing your at least how you would theoretically do a jump shot to a lawyer. Okay. To my lawyer. And uh, he he thought of a sound as you shot. It yeah. made him think of swoosh. a sound. Mm. No, not swoosh. Mm. Nice. So I want you to do this, and I'm going to do the sound. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> do it again. Was that wobbly cat getting stepped <laughs> on? Wow. <laughs> 
He's like, ah, that's what it makes you think of. We've got that figure. I'm listening for Cats the Musical. Yeah. When I get cast, I'll live with Travis. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that uh, agreement and more on the other side of the show. It's we are live. Check out midcoast.media for our capabilities and be sure to check out the Static Podcast. Goes live around 1 o'clock every day. Stacey Static, 20 year FM radio v- legend in St. Louis. She records right here in the studios. Had a ton of great guests on and is very talented herself. Guys, we'll take a quick break. Trav's in New York. Chris, Chris, and Tommy right here in St. Louis, Missouri. Be right back, guys.